Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Just a mom to those around me. <laughs> you, you will always be a mom. I'm wi- I, I will I, now with these shoes. Yes. I've been going around. I'm like, voted most po- popular sneakers by my mom blog. People are like, oh, you're a mom. I'm like, <laughs> wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> no, but I love the lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I just love a comfortable <laughs> sneaker that gets me from from the daycare to soccer. Yeah. Oh, oh. my God. I keep, sometimes you do you ever fantasize like what, what kind of mom you're going to be? I have a fear that I'm going to be like the mom that everyone's like, ugh. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Yeah. I have a fear. I feel the high strung mom that I my anxiety would overwhelm me constantly and I would either be that mom or I would go to the polar opposite of like wine mom that's like yeah. run around outside. Mommy needs her juice. Yeah, I just let them do whatever they want for eight hours with no supervision. And then your kids are like clawing the neighbors and they're yeah. like, Can I have a word? And you're like, um, would you, let's have some orange wine together on the porch. <laughs> I know you're like you don't want to be the super cool mom that um, then your kid is just like doing drugs. Yeah, (laughs) you're like just keep it at home. Your kid's like falling down the stairs on Christmas. Like what? I know. I remember growing up, and then there'd be like a a few cool moms or like the moms that would smoke pot with their kids. And even then, I was like, I don't think that that's cool. No, I know. Even then, you're like judging. You're like, um, (laughs) are you okay? Yeah. Is this a good family dynamic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's gone like really quickly from like cool mom to like something's wrong. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like you have like a weird family background and I'm picking up on it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever do that with your parents? Anything like that? No, they were never. My parents weren't big drinkers. They'd have like a glass of wine, maybe a meal, but they, I never saw any like addiction issues. My, My dad maybe with food. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah well that's a safe one to get into with your family little birthday cake in the morning <laughs> never hurt anybody yes and that takes years yes yes to see that it's an it, and by the time you're in your 70s and then it's like I was gonna die anyway around oh then. yeah get it in get it in so no I never had there was never like anything where I'm like I'm worried about mom and dad yeah that's good yeah my mom was like very strict of like you don't have wine like my cousins you know their parents would be like oh thanksgiving like have a little wine my mom was like oh, we don't do that yes oh n- hell no i know because there's some families that are like i've gone to some families and then they're just like heavy drink they heavy drink together yeah. and i remember being like even during my drinking days or when i did drink i don't think i would be able to survive a family like that yeah if you're letting me be a full-on alcoholic yeah this is not going good to be, yeah this that's is not disastrous good. that's not good well we do like to have a little drinks now at like christmas for example absolutely this year at christmas i don't know if i had told you this but i did make a spiked cider for everyone and i passed out on the couch <laughs> immediate i immediately passed out and i was like this family event almost veered into tragedy yeah. <laughs> like Oh, this will be fun. And then you're just like out at 8 p.m. Yeah. yeah. And then you wake up at like 3 in the morning. You're like, what happened? It's dark. It's on a couch. <laughs> the Christmas tree is just there. I'm like, ah, tragedy you're strikes. Like, did they just leave me like this? Yeah. Did I say anything? Yeah. Yeah. Disastrous. Christmas time. Well, our guest today, who we're going to get into, by, by the way, welcome to Lady Journey, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to Lady Journey. Um, we are very excited for all the um, new Patreon members, and we'll get to them 
we're gonna get for to those too to the crystal ceremony the crystal ceremony is upon us <laughs> But we want to say welcome. We want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone supporting us. Please give us a little um, like and review on uh, our podcast platforms uh, on Apple, iTunes. We ha- almost have 100 reviews. Yes. So come on. be Push us to over 100. Push us to over 100. We really want We really want some. We do have a Patreon if you're interested in more. We've got tons. We now have 100 pieces of Patreon of content. content. Yeah. So it is a... We've got friends coming on now that are in like have niche niche niche. I don't. I think it's both. I never know how to say that word. It's not Nietzsche. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) And very nihilistic. Yeah. Um, Uh, That have like are also in. They go on specific journeys, and that we're getting them involved in our stuff. Experts. We have. We have started to pivot to doing some interviews and so we're having on our patreon platform we have a interview with a skin expert she tells us all of her skin pics she has not uh, summer a monthly newsletter it is called dead skin and her yes. name is julia solomon very funny and um she's all about it so um join Check that newsletter yes. and i think we'll have a link on our blog for that we will have a link we'll definitely have a link and um and so yeah we have tons of fun stuff and we also we even have a new sponsor coming up which we're very excited about we have not received the product yet but it is a men's pubic hair trimming <laughs> service <laughs> because i think father's day is coming up and they thought this would be a great gift for our lady listeners for their male significant others. Well, I think they thought that, but I actually looked into it and I will not be giving this to my father because it is overtly sexual. There is a ball freshening spray. No, <laughs> Joe gets there they sponsor Joe on uh, his podcast okay. and we get a ton of stuff and it's like a bomb for your balls and <laughs> so your balls don't smell and I am all for instilling fear into males. Yes. <laughs> I love yes. That we're it's a marketing, sh- a great marketing. <laughs> kind of lightly shitting on the well, product. We're not, we <laughs> no. have not officially received it. No, that's so. true. I do use their razors. And do I, you? Yes, I oh, do. Oh, I can't I, wait. I like, and they have travel razors that I really like. So there are stuff that you can use to, um, for the woman, but I love the, the smells are like tobacco. Ooh. Yeah. I love, that. I love, I love smelling like my legs just <laughs> smoked a cigarette. <laughs> Well, we are going to be we're going to be getting our products. So look out for that for our next recording session. That'll be for July and August. Um, And now I would like to take a special moment to welcome our new members. So, Sarah, if you will do the honors, we have a lot of new Patreon members. So you read the names and I will I will give them a crystal. Each person will receive. So the first person we'd like to welcome is Becky. Becky, you're going to get this um, gorgeous piece of lapis lazuli which I think I got when I went to visit the Crystal Cave in Pennsylvania. I I got to go visit the Crystal Cave. I did not get to go into the Crystal Cave because I was running late, but I did get this (laughs) from the gift shop. So thank you. Thank you so much for your patronage. Um, Second person to welcome to the Crystal Ceremony is Jen. Jen, I'm going to give Jen this little agate slice. When I first moved into my East Village apartment, I lived at... 4 East 3rd Street, 40 East 3rd Street. That was my address. And I moved in, and this is actually kind of cool. I Like, my whole little tiny hole-in-the-wall room was bare, and then this was just, like, sitting on the windowsill. Mm, and I, I was like... A gift. A gift from Mother Nature. I love those. I have two of those upstairs. I um, love it. The next one is Jennifer. 
Jennifer, okay, so my friend, my best friend's dad actually collects crystals, and he came to see my comedy show recently, which was so sweet, and he brought this for me as a gift. So what it's is a, it? I think it's a piece of jadeite, and it's like okay. kind of a gorgeous, you, it's kind of hard to see, but it's kind of like a gorgeous little woman playing, maybe she's playing an instrument, she's kind of cuddling like a little animal or something like that. Mm. I, at gorgeous. first I thought it was like E.T. Yeah, it and does kind of look, it, it, it could also be that. I'm not 100%. Right here. Yeah, it's got kind of like a, but this could be her hair, so I'm not sure. Mm. But it's gorgeous. Jennifer, that was a good one. Um, all right, next coming is to the stage is Kathleen. <gasps> Kathleen, oh my gosh. I cannot remember the name of this crystal, but my aunt did buy this for me when she was doing a film. She was doing a film in the um, in Death Valley in California, and this was a piece that she got there. And I forget what this is called, but this is supposed to be the stone that is most likely to contact extraterrestrials with. I can see that. Yeah. It looks um, like it's from the moon. Yeah. It's very moonish. And it, you know, if you, it could be like a transmitter. Yeah. So Kathleen, this Ooh. is one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Maddie G. <gasps> Alexa. Okay. Let me see. I want to really do it up for a Maddie G. Oh, yeah, okay. He's our, our OG. Our O Maddie OG. Yes, our Maddie OG. So this is a gorgeous piece of fluorite, which I bought this at the um, witch store in the East Village, what, whatever it's called. It's called like enchantments or something. I actually bought this because I was going through a phase of doing spells. <laughs> <laughs> when am I not? But this was a, um, I got this for like, it was like a prosperity spell. And I actually think it, it really helped me because I, I was this was part of it. I also had like green candles. I had sage. I had a few other different little things, but the whole point of the spell was like, you're supposed to visualize yourself having whatever you wanted. And I did it and I, and I got a job. I booked a job. So there you go, Maddie, this one is small, but mighty. And then we have Christian Christian. Okay. This is uh, now one of the funny things about my friend's dad collecting rocks is that my dad also collects rocks. Yes. My dad is a, but my dad only collects rocks that he finds on the ground. I like that it seems like wo women are crystals and then men are like archaeologists. Yes. <laughs> women are using crystals for spells and men are using them. To find oil. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is, I think that this is a piece of granite. I'm not sure, but my dad said he really it likes like it. granite. He, yeah. marbly. Yeah. It's like a lot of different um, materials in there, but this is one of my dad's one that he he picked it out for me and my mom has also been painting rocks which is really fun i should show some of those because some I of like the rock painting, rocks they're hysterical and they're i think they're great gifts to give for like a desk piece yes she gives them to her friends yeah and she really her rock paintings are really fun i have to i have to show yeah. someone here no I, I my dad had one and i was like always jealous i was like because when my brother made it in like school and it had little rhinestones, and it was blue. Oh, I love a rhinestone. <laughs> it's just one of those things where you're like, you think, oh, this is a crappy thing that my kid made. But it's actually, like, really sweet and endearing that I actually feel like painted rocks are really cute. They are. Yeah. There's something about them. Um, okay, now we're on to Abby. Abby. Oh, okay. I'm going to give Abby this gorgeous piece of hematite. Mm. I forget what hematite is good for, but it's a really good... It's magnetic. I don't actually have no idea where I got this, but I love it. It's so smooth. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's got 
Um, and let's shine a little sheen on there. Yes, a little sheen. And then we've got Jeanette. Um, Jeanette is going to have to be this one, which I totally forget what this stone is. I have no idea. My stone skills are going way down. <laughs> this is another one my aunt got me, but it's it's a gorgeous. I think this is actually two stones that have grown together. But it's it's very sparkly. And Jeanette, you're going to love this, Jeanette. Yeah. Again, I'm not physically giving these to you, but these are just the stones that represent you being our patron. So I thank you so much. I can totally picture us later on running out of stones that we kind of re-gift. We're going to have to re-gift. <laughs> well, I'm going to be buying new several, stones. I'm gonna several b- names go to one stone later. Yes. Or or this is a trip to the lake. Yeah. To the crystal shop. Oh, okay. I'm going to um, Glacier National Park for 4th of July. So maybe I'll pick up some little fun rocks for oh i our love future it. Members. i love that that i love that vacation for you okay. um and then we've got ian ian i think this is our last one i've got a little tumbled piece of obsidian for ian and i love i, I like obsidian lo- obsidian i know is good for scrying which What's is that? it's when you like you like stare into it and then you kind of like let your vision go and then you kind of just like dissociate and imagine something and then you kind of claim that it is reality so i'm scrying for a second i'm like ian's gonna have a great day today go go ian ian so those are our stones and now we'd like to invite you guys to please enjoy our incredible interview with a man who is a very talented comedian he's been doing stand-up for years and years he um regularly opens for jim gaffigan yes and he has just gotten into a new passion ladies and gentlemen it is a journey into overnight oats overnight oats and i think you guys were really going to love the journey of overnight oats and i love the seriousness uh, that we get into with overnight oats and then when you discover something new for yourself yes yes ladies and gentlemen enjoy the journey enjoy yeah, so I, I did feel a degree of vulnerability discussing uh, my overnight oats journey, taking that to the stage. Because uh, as you say, you don't, you don't share all parts of yourself. Uh, you, you know, hopefully, eventually you get there. But uh, that was a step for me talking about. I just, I just kind of got into, my wife was away, and mm-hmm. I got into overnight oats. Um, first purchasing them, and then the logical next step, um, making my own. Oh, so you were buying the little pre-made ones. I was, yeah, because it was just kind of a quick thing, you know, and I was like, all right, I'm seeing these things everywhere. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let me get in on it. So I purchased and uh, yeah, it was, you know, it, it, I, I consider it kind of in the pudding family. So uh, I love pudding. Yeah. Yes. Love a pudding. I'm a love chia girl. Pudding. I'm a chia girl for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I like rice pudding too, which has that texture. So it's not a tough, it's, it's not a tough leap. Um, so yeah, then I started making my own because why, like I was, you know, you start to ask, why am I paying whatever the hell it is? $6 for right. The markup on the oats is nuts. Yeah. 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 Basically paying for the technology, I guess, of soaking the oats. That's what you're paying for. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's just more convenient to grab uh, a plastic container of like whatever and they're small portions let's face it it's like it's like please uh, may i have another portion (laughs) (laughs) right yeah that's pretty much what it is so yeah i i I started making my own it also seemed like this trend it was like all like who decided this online that overnight oats is like where we need to go next for our breakfast food. Like (laughs) I just didn't see it coming and it was all over my Pinterest boards and it 
I got involved a little bit and I was doing the chia seeds with the almond milk, but mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this is just me, but I kept getting really sick. Cause I think I put too much chia seeds. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I have a kid, but I know I agree with you, Sarah. It's we've gone from, there's an insane societal shift where oatmeal almost, I heard somebody joking on stage about oatmeal, not that long ago it, before the pandemic, but not that much, maybe two, two and a half years ago, joking that oatmeal was the food of the invalid. And now <laughs> it's gone. It's really elevated itself to now overnight oats is the hippest breakfast that you can have. It's having its moment. Oatmeal is having its moment. And I think it's overdue. You know, I mean, I think, you know, we all start out, uh, you know, I have two kids now. If they could have oatmeal, breakfast, lunch and dinner, they they would. And so I think we come from that place. And I don't know if we outgrow it. We get a little too cool, a little too sophisticated. But it's nice to see that as a society, we're coming back around and we're saying, you know what, let's revisit. Let's take a closer look. And maybe also the, the word overnight. I think maybe we're just overlooking that aspect of it because every meal is like instant. We'll throw it in the microwave. This is like, let's give it, let's give it overnight. Let's yeah. uh, let it sit and it's going to be there for you. Yeah. And see how it is in the morning. And have you ever had one where you're excited, you're anticipating your morning notes, oats, and then like when you open them up because they are <laughs> sealed. I've had it where they didn't absorb and it was, it was a mess. What yeah. kind of oats were you using? I'm wondering. Um, I think just the ones that have the Quake, the Quaker oats. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny, right? Because now they, they have like the steel cut and then like the Scottish and the Irish, like all the different kinds of oats. Um, yeah, it's but I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty too many. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty basic with, with the oats, just the instant or the Quaker, you know, if it's going to be the overnight. Um, but yeah, you do have that margin for error where, you know, if there's not enough moisture, uh, too much moisture. Yeah. So it, there is a little bit of a learning curve to it. Uh, yeah. But I think it's, it, it is such a perfect thing for our time because, you know, we watch all these intricate baking shows and like you have to prove the, the, you know, the the dough for a certain amount of time and and like overnight oats is pretty pretty much in everyone's wheelhouse of like okay i i soak it overnight and then i eat it yeah 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 well we're moving away from it feels like we're moving away from um instant and like ready-made foods you know i think we as a as a society we're kind of going back to that home cooked but also who has the time especially if you have two kids and how old are your kids dad i know they're young one and two Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You have two babies, two babies yeah. at home. They yeah. were basically overnight oats. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Two, a uh, little over two. And uh, yeah, they were both essentially pandemic babies. Our, our son was born uh, Christmas right before the pandemic. And then our daughter was uh, just turned one in mm-hmm. end of April. Yeah. So oh, it, it's happy fun. Birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, so Ted, I'm, I'm interested, like walk us through, like when you put together the oats, like, do you have a go-to recipe or what's your, what's your style? Um, you know, I'm, I have a bit of a sweet tooth, so I have to kind of, uh, I have to kind of watch that and, and make sure, okay. you know, cause it is a breakfast typically for me, a breakfast food or a, or a snack food. So I don't want to overdo it with the syrup or I have like 
date syrup now. I don't know how, how crazy you guys get with your with your syrups. Okay, I'm I'm still basic syrup girl. Just maple right now, maybe agave. Okay, nice. Yeah, but look into that because there is a date syrup. There's a few other uh, types of syrups that are you know like everything else. There's uh, options, so just yeah. you know take take a look. The date syrup is fine. It's a little uh, it's a little more dense than your typical you know Mrs. Butterworth or whatever syrup. Uh, your typical maple. Yeah. So I'll give it a dab, you know, just to sweeten it. I like raisins. I'm a raisins uh, guy, so I'll I'll throw those in. Ted, we love raisins on this podcast. We love yeah. raisins. Oh, good, good. They get a bad rap, and I don't know why. Do they? I mean, are people talking bad about raisins? Well, a lot of people will like do like a, you know, oh, I love an oatmeal raisin cookie. And if I say it publicly, I'm scorned. People are like, yeah. oh, no chocolate chip. I'm like, I like the cinnamon. I like the raisins. It feels like a fuller taste to me. Yeah. 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 I like a um, just the texture of a chewy raisin because yes. I feel as though you have to almost break the seal to to get into the, the, the texture yes. of it. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's almost like uh, almost like the bubble wrap of uh, of foods. Right. Because you have yeah. to pop. You have to pop it. <laughs> it's that same sensation. It's texture, but yeah, yes. it's a texture uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do add ra raisins are, are a must uh, for me. Yeah, it's pretty simple. So, uh, you know, a little cinnamon, mm -hmm. uh, a little salt just for that, you know. Uh, uh, salt in yeah. an oatmeal is a game changer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an adult thing, too, you know, because as a yeah. kid, you would never you would never think. Uh, and even salt, right? Now you have your coarse, your fine, your sea salt, your pink Himalayan. Like there's everything has like options now. It's crazy. But yeah, <laughs> I'll throw in a dash of uh, like sea salt, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. Delicious. Yeah. So it's like pretty, pretty kind of like a simple, basic oatmeal, oatmeal raisin, I would say. Yeah, I would call it that. And I would say it's hearty. Uh, it does have a little bit of uh, savory, a little bit of sweet. Um, yeah, but I think it's I think it's solid and I think I've perfected it to where you know if if you're a fan of oats oatmeal i don't think you're going to find anything wrong with it no oh, sounds no. amazing are you, are you still partaking in overnight oats or have you backed off a little bit well i backed off a little partially because of the kids but also uh you know i'm 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 making more oatmeal than ever i will say that but, <laughs> yeah. but as far as overnight uh no no when the end of the night comes uh, you know, it's just like open a bottle of wine <laughs> and uh, watch a show and collapse until the day, the next day starts, yeah. uh, more or less. Yeah, yeah. So the the overnight oats, it's it's almost it's too much work. <laughs> it turns it turns out because <laughs> they, they really do make it seem like it's easy. You just set it and forget it. But like, <laughs> right? You have to mix it. You have to pour it into the little containers. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like anything that takes even the smallest measure of commitment, uh, I I don't have time for at this point. Because you know, it's funny when I did that bit. And that was one of those bits. If we want to get into the uh, the nuts and bolts of comedy, I did yeah, that bit are. one time. Uh, you know, it was just one of those things. And it's Sarah. It's funny that you talk about, you know, even jokingly talking about sharing your journey. I was like, is this like ridiculous to talk about on stage? But I I just did it that one time. And I was like, let me just air it out. I think the, the bit probably took like six minutes or so. My yeah. wife was away. So I think that she was in Hawaii visiting her sister. So I think it added to this whole thing. I was a bit adrift. Uh, and, and I just, you know, I, I, I did things that were out of character or, or unusual, 
Uh, so yeah. it turned it turned into a bit that I did probably once or twice. But uh, it, it's funny. It did resonate with, with people. Yes. <laughs> we love the mundane. Anything that's, you know, those kind of dark corners of life, like Sylvia Plath, you know, it's just a, a window in, into the into the um, the darkness. Yeah, because it is like a path to suicide. If you if you have too, too many, too many overnight oats are uh, definitely a red flag. That's a sign. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, these are things that I love. I love things that people do by themselves. And it is really like, I do think they need to be shared more often because they're so relatable. And I love the science behind it. Like you're, the trial and error and doing this kind of stuff. Like, um, and then I was thinking about this because uh, I'm all over the place with my milk choices. Like one day I'm oat. Yeah. Uh, next day, half and half. And I'm like, I'm, I really need to start getting consistent on my, <laughs> my milk choices. But these are like the inner struggles of what we do when there's no one around. And this is why, like, I like these kind of moments. Yeah. 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 And, and like, like we're saying, you know, there's options with everything now, whether it is milk or, or syrup or paralyzing. Salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. Too story, ma- you're like, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. On the one hand, there's never been a better time to be alive uh, with all these options. But by the same token, uh, it, it can it can it can make you con- contemplate ending your life uh, <laughs> with with too many with too many options, because especially pandemic and all these other things, it's like it, it, you have this part of you that wants I want to live. I want to try every milk. I want to try every syrup. Yeah, yes. You know, uh, but it's like then you kind of retreat to your your warm blanket, which for me is is oat milk and uh, yeah and, and raisins. You're an oat milk guy. Were you doing oatmeal with oat milk? Yes. Oh yes. wow, double oat. Du- I like yeah, that. I double down on the oats. Uh, you know, I think a number of baristas kind of talked me into oat milk. You know, I was slow. <laughs> I was slow coming to oat milk because I was an almond milk guy. You know, I don't That's think me. my journey is yeah. unusual. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, my milk journey is, is pretty pedestrian. Like I, I, I was, I grew up a, a whole milk, went to half skim, uh, eventually found my way to almond and was happy there. But then, uh, baristas were consistently saying, you know, cause I, I I'm a guy that also will say, uh, what do you recommend? I'm big on that. I like, you know, a little conversation, a little, like you're the expert. Uh, yeah. and they would say, uh, Oh, Oat is, you know, the creamiest. It, it makes the best latte, that kind of thing. So mm. I came around to oat. So now, yeah, even just shopping, you know, going going to the supermarket, I'm an I'm an oat guy, and I don't see it changing. I mean, I've heard good things about hemp, but I'm I'm taking a wait and see approach with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anyone talk about hemp milk. It mm. seems like a milk, a, a certain type of personality. You have to have a certain <laughs> type of personality to be bragging about your hemp milk. <laughs> to be like yeah. very into it suggesting yeah. it yeah you, know? you have to you probably have to own a piece of clothing that's made of hemp yeah like one right? of those one of those special sweaters the baja sweater <laughs> yeah yeah your, yeah your picnic blanket and your acoustic guitar <laughs> <laughs> yeah now, like yeah a festival <laughs> it feel like with especially with your you're going to baristas and they're recommending oat milk it's kind of like doctors and the pharmaceutical companies are they do you think they're working hand mm. in hand oh big oat, big oat. yeah <laughs> big big milks <laughs> you know i i didn't even consider that 
but that's a that's a great point. I mean, how does anything get in front of our eyes, right? It's it's money, it's it's the lobbies, and yeah, that's a that's a good point, maybe. But I will say, once I tried it, I was like, this is creamier than almond. And you know, sometimes with almond, even if you put it in a coffee, it has that grainy thing where it settles yeah. at the bottom. Yes, that's true. Uh, you gotta so shake I've, it. You gotta shake it. So I've I've appreciated. Uh, yeah, oat milk has delivered on the promise that that I was given about it. Yeah. So I don't I don't think I was talked into something unduly. I think uh, yeah. it delivered. It wasn't sinister. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and even if it was, it's it's had a happy ending. So yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, when I was recently in Indiana, my mom told me there's a new thing. Um, she just mentioned this to me and I haven't, I haven't really looked into it, but there's a type of, um, there's a type of new milk, you know, cow's milk is, um, a one milk. And then there's also a two milk, which is a special type of milk that comes from a special genetically different type of cow. That's supposed to be easier to process for people who are lactose intolerant or anything like that. But I mean, I've just kind of gone so far away from milk. The Mm. only time I really ever have it is like half and half in a coffee. Or if I get a latte, I'll just like a small, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the only time milk comes into my life. Yeah. 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 I'm dairy is pretty much out of my life for the most part. My wife's vegan. So that has informed uh, a lot of you know, my food choices, I'm kind of like vegan at home. And then on the road, anything goes, yeah. uh, yes. know, that's like- also my pattern. I'm at home. I'm like salads and <laughs> juice. And on the road, I'm like fully an animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But as far as like that kind of thing, that to me, uh, you may have even said it, uh, that sounds more genetically engineered, right? Like they're, are they engineering these cows so that there's something missing in the, in the milk that is not, uh, problematic for people who can't, because it, like it's not just oh we found a bunch of cows that yeah yeah gonna, right? I think it's, I, <laughs> we found this out well, I, think, yeah. I I know we just discovered it the cows have three udders isn't that weird I think right. yeah from I'm just skimming this article quickly so I'm I'm don't think I think that what's happened was they found the genetically different type of cows in Europe and so they're it's more of a selective breeding than it is. A, Oh, okay. gene modification. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I try to stay clear of the animal products these days. Yes. And that's, those have been a big part of my cho- food choices. But, you know, sometimes you don't have those options. So sometimes you do have to eat. Well, sometimes a little yeah. cheese gets in there. That's, that's yeah. what's happened to right. me. Yeah. It just oh, sneaks, yeah. In, sneaks into my mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you have to look the other way in those instances. And then, like you say, especially on the road, I, I think I mean, I give it up to anyone, any comedian who sticks to a hardcore vegan lifestyle on the road because it's virtually impossible. You're going to eat, be eating like iceberg lettuce from a, from a gas station, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah it's you tough. It's it. tough. Well, and yeah. also you don't want to beat yourself up. I feel like I get into a, um, a bad pattern sometimes where I, I'll starve myself instead of eating something that I'm not supposed to. And it's like, well, that's anorexia. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a healthy diet either. No, no. These choices were made for, for the, your, the overall good. So you have to keep that in mind. You want to yeah. have a deep fried crab cake and you want to enjoy it. Okay. Of, of course. Yeah, no, that's my wife has taught me that. She's like, when you have the thing that you think you shouldn't be having, you have to make it a ritual that I enjoy this. I welcome it into my life and I'm going to, uh, you know, make a whole process of, um, 
you know, just um, welcoming it into yeah, my respecting body. Respecting it. Respecting it. It respecting... gave its life for you. Yeah, even if that. it's a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I stab, I stab the cake. <laughs> say thank you to it. No, I say I, thank you. That's right. I've never met your wife, but I love her. Yeah. I feel like I, I really love her. Yeah. yeah. Now she's a psychic medium and an artist. So oh. uh, she, she, yeah, she brings all of that, that kind of world uh, to me. I mean, I was predisposed towards that, uh, but also as a comedian, you make fun of it. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm the same. I'm like astrology. Oh, just reading it every day. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Basing my whole life decisions. Yes, yes. So it is great, and she's very funny too. So it, uh, yeah. So it, it is a nice, nice. It's a nice mix. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have a follow up. Uh, question on on the oats. Now, there's a big. I don't know if you're a TikTok user. Um. Sarah and I. We certainly are. I'm a, big fan, I, I'm a big fan of both of your accounts. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank yes. you. I'll have to find you and follow back. Um, I have noticed one thing that's dr- driven me crazy, and I have talked about this on the podcast a little bit before, but what's your um, opinion on these the TikTok trend of baked oats where they're actually blending the oats into flour and they're making a basically like a dessert claiming that it's healthy and serving it for breakfast. They're sweetening it with a banana, they're saying, but it's like cake. They're putting chocolate chips on and it's like a whole banana. A banana counts as two fruits for your day. So I don't know Uh, if you want to start your day off with your entire fruit intake. (laughs) No, no, that's that's a good point. I was not even aware of this trend. Um, Yeah, I'm only on TikTok as of two months ago. Uh, I was late, late to the game. I have a friend who uh, he's been a movie editor for a long time, but is kind of pivoting to like social media stuff. So he asked me, like, can I work with you? So we're, you know, we're doing it. And yeah, he's been great, you know, but I, for the longest time, I was like, not, I had an account, but didn't use it at all. Mm-hmm. So in the last two months, I've been immersed in the TikTok world. Yeah. And yeah, so it, it's fascinating to see all these things that do pop up. Uh, and, and the things that capture your attention, right? Because it is so fleeting yes. and quick and you're scrolling. Yes. Yeah. So you see like, oh, uh, you can turn overnight oats into a cake. Yeah, that's that sounds good. I'm, but I'm into that. Yeah. Closer inspection, <laughs> closer inspection on anything or just put the phone down. You're like, wait, wait a second. This is clearly not uh, a good idea. So, yeah, ha- having just heard it from you. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't think oatmeal is bad, but it's probably not as healthy as other things could be, but introducing more flour to it doesn't strike me as a good idea. (laughs) No, it seems like cake. Um, Cookies are cake, right? Yeah. It's cake. cake. I mean, I'm a a big person. I need protein. I need a protein early in the day. Mm. Today, I just had a little sourdough toast, but yeah, that's, um, that's not my usual, but I need like a juice and a protein. And then I'll have like a little, little piece of toast or something like that. But if I eat sugar in the beginning of the day, forget it my entire day, I will be, I will get up. I'll go buy a dozen donuts. I'll black (laughs) out. I'll come to, I have, I have 12 donuts. I'm like, well, (laughs) it is what it is. (laughs) You know, it doesn't happen as much, but uh, I remember years ago when I would just wake up, go to a coffee shop and maybe have a muffin or something like that. And then just not eat, you know, yeah. Yeah. But then it just, doesn't it hit you like maybe three, four hours later that, like you're, you're, you're tweaking. Cause all, you know, all I've had is coffee and like yeah, some and sugar, sugar. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, I remember walking home on a couple occasions and almost like, like literally grabbing a tree 
because I was like, <laughs> whoa, low blood sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pretty nutty. But yeah. one other, one other thing you mentioned, you mentioned the sourdough. There's another thing, right? Sourdough has, at least for me, only come into my consciousness, maybe the last two, three years yes. as, as like almost like the top of the pyramid of breads, right? Because Love it's sourdough. like, yeah, because it's like the something about the yeast and it it's, could have been around for hundreds of years, right? Yeah, it's the tough. mother. Anything with the mother, you're like, okay, I guess I'm eating history. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Biblical times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 right? That, that they broke bread. This could have been in Jerusalem or wherever the hell yes, else. Yes, this was yeah. the mother that Jesus had. <laughs> Jesus' mother. <laughs> sourdough I'm obsessed with. And I, I, um, I got some this past weekend at just like a little, but it comes in that little round thing and you get it the first day. You're like, mm, so amazing. And then by like day five, I like, can't get the knife through it because the little <laughs> thing is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love yeah. bread alone. I'm obsessed with bread alone. Yeah. But that's like, yeah. I, that was another thing too. Like the bread situation. I followed this recipe that was like the New York times easiest bread to make. I still had to dedicate like 14 hours of my life to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I had to figure out the right time to make it. So it would proof while I was sleeping. And then I felt like I, I would change my sleep schedule <laughs> to get this bread, right. But it was worth it. But I was like, this is, you can't say this is easy to make if I'm adapting my sleep schedule. <laughs> right. No, that's, that's misleading. You're because, raising yeah. a bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to have to tuck in my, my <laughs> meal, you know, for the night. <laughs> yes. That's too much responsibility. <laughs> yeah. You put the little blanket over it. You, you sing a lullaby. It's yeah. I mean, that kind of stuff when it is I, that I think is why we pay chefs and these people, you know, that's yeah. why we pay them because yeah. they, have the time to invest or whatever. But as far as doing it at home, I'm uh, people that do it. I love it. And it's great. But for me, I, like you said, I would have been losing sleep too. And I would have been like tossing and turning, maybe checking on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. It, yeah, it was, it was too yeah. much responsibility, but yeah, there are a lot of things that are told to us. Like this is really easy to make. Like, again, it, it does feel like overnight oats are easy, but it is, it's not easy that I, um, I just went back to re making regular oatmeal. Yeah. Hot. Especially yeah. if you have like the kettle yeah. and you just pour it over the instant, just stir it in, or even I just pop it in the microwave. I'll do that. Yeah. But yeah. I had one, I had one, um, Tuesday I made a pork ragu and it, it was the same thing. Like the recipe was easy and I'm like, okay, I got everything. And then I didn't, I didn't read the recipe beforehand, but like a big part of it was slowly <laughs> stirring in milk and uh, broth for two hours. <laughs> so I was just right. like checking on it. And then I was like trying to, I was like, oh, I'll write in the kitchen. I'm writing like three sentences and I'm, I'm like, oh God, it's burning. It was like a whole thing. It was like, wow, that was, that nice. was taxing. Yeah, I think it really underscores how our lives have changed and the pace and our attention span. Right. Because yeah. I remember my, both my grandmothers being very crafty and knitting and needlepoint and things that took time cooking even right. Like things that took time and had to be planned out. But now yeah. like, yeah, even like my mother and 
I know my wife, <laughs> nobody's going to do anything that requires like a calendar or a planner. You know, yeah. it's just it's just going to be like, all right, we need this by 5 p.m. and it's 3 p.m. So let's let's start. You know, it's not like I'm making this for Sunday and yeah, let's yeah. St- start stirring. Right. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah. But, like but there is something beautiful about that. Right. Don't don't you miss like, uh, you know, in a way. I don't know if it's if it's because just the overall pace of life, but uh, I think it's all just excuses, right? Because if if you commit to anything, you're gonna you're gonna uh, knit for a couple hours, or you're gonna bake that thing that requires it be ready for tomorrow or whatever. It's it's really just a it's a lifestyle thing. Yeah, it isn't. Yeah. That's kind of like the life that I kind of desire for myself is. I just kind of want to, the work I want to do is the work that goes into living. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Homemaking. I, I pull, I go yeah. get my food from the field and that's, and then I make it a night and that's my eight hour day. Like that's the kind of life that I want to live. And then the, it be more community based, like live with friends or family. But I feel like with the digital age, it's even though it's social media, it's like very, I find it quite isolating. Yeah. Well, there's such a, there's such a pressure of capitalism too, where it's like, you can't just live in a field and get your veggies. You also have to be like TikToking it. So you can get like a brand sponsor. So you can like, <laughs> you know, it's just like everything has to be something that you do for money. And I'm trying to move away from that myself too, especially like in terms of my own creative stuff where it's like, Oh, you know, maybe if I don't post the TikTok or whatever, that's fine. Or, you know, just resting more, even just even like resting more where you're like, oh God, I'm not getting anything done, but it's like, oh, this is actually better. It's a, um, uh, uh, what's that when it's a later gratification, delayed gratification, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And social media is definitely not, not about that. Right. It's about everything is instant, but, but I do think that in a way, like all the things that we're talking about kind of uh, fall into the same category of counter to the things that you're mentioning, like uh, the amount of choice we have. So it's like, why would I have sourdough every day when there's 50 kinds of breads? Why would I use uh, table salt every day when I can use pink Himalayan or, you know, like on and on and on. There's like, there's a choice for milk. Every there's a choice for everything. So if you're living that life that, that, that you described, Sarah, that, that does sound great on one level of, I wake up, you know, with, with the sun and I, and I till the land and I pull, you know, pull the the carrots out of the the dirt. But then the third day of that, I'm like, God damn it. Carrots again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it sounds yeah. more enticing for us, I think, because we've been so conditioned with choices and options and attention span that, you know, we can't, you know, we can't stick with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally. I totally understand that mentality. I, I yeah, I have. These are my irrational or like delusions that I have that I'm like, I think I would be happier in this. And I know right away. <laughs> day two I'm like this sucks yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> it's a fun yeah. fantasy to live in though it's a fun right I love it right I think Farm that's such woman. a it's such a big part of existing now and maybe that's why all these reality shows are popular because you just need those escapes of like what if I lived like that you know yeah. or, or even overnight oats you know maybe I'm gonna I'm going to do this, but nothing, nothing takes nothing, nothing takes as far as changing my life. 
<laughs> I have equal enthusiasm every time I jump into a new phase and it, you know, maybe it lasts a month or two if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's your lady journey. Yeah, you're into it. And then you're what... back in the same old. <laughs> Absolutely. It is a, a quick peek and a denouement. That's... Well, this lady is fine with that. 